Matched. Written by Ali Condi. Please don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You can also help support the channel by checking out my Patreon. The link is down below in the description. Thank you, and happy listening. Chapter 32 My hands are in the soil, my body is tired, but I will not let this work take away my thoughts. Because that is what the officials here want. Workers who work but do not think. Do not go gentle. So I fight. I fight the only way I know how, with thinking of Kai, even though the pain of missing him is so strong I can hardly stand it. I put the seeds into the ground and cover them with soil. Will they grow toward the sun? Will something go wrong so that they never push, never turn into anything, just stay here rotting in the ground? I think of him. I think of him. I think of him. I think of my family. Of Bram. Of my parents. I have learned something about love through all of this. About the love I have for Kai, and the love I have for Xander, and the love my parents and Bram and I have for one another. When we reached our new home, my parents requested that I be sent on a three-months work detail because I showed signs of rebellion. The officials in our new village checked my data. It correlated with my parents' statement. My father mentioned a particular work detail he had in mind. Hard farming. Planting an experimental winter crop in a western province through which the river of Sisyphus runs. He and Xander and my mother keep me updated on anything they learn about where Kai might be. I am closer to him here. I feel it. I think of Xander. We could have been happy, I know that. And it is perhaps the hardest thing to know. I could have held his hand, warm and strong, and we could have had what my parents have, and it would have been beautiful. It would have been beautiful. We wear no chains. We have nowhere to go. They wear us down with work. They don't beat us or hurt us. They simply want to make us tired. And I am tired. When I think I might give up after all, I remember the last part of the story that Kai gave me, the part I finally read before we left our home for the last time. Cassia, he wrote at the top of the page, in letters that were tall and clear and unafraid, that curled and moved and turned my name into something beautiful, something more than a word, a declaration, a piece of a song, a bit of art framed by his hands. There was only one Kai drawn on the napkin, smiling a smile in which I could see both who he had been and who he became. His hands were empty again, and open, and reaching a little, toward me. Cassia. I know which life is my real one now, no matter what happens. It's the one with you. For some reason, knowing that even one person knows my story makes things different. Maybe it's like the poem says. Maybe this is my way of not going gentle. I love you. I had to burn that part of his story, too. But I held the heat of that I love you close, like red, like a new beginning. Without knowing the pieces of Kai's story and the words of my poems, I might give up. But I think of my words, and of the cache of tablets and compass hidden away, and my family and Xander who send me messages on the work camp port screen that tell me they are still looking. They are still helping me. Sometimes, when I look down at the pale seeds I scatter in the black dirt, it reminds me of the night of my banquet when I imagined that I could fly. The darkness behind doesn't worry me. Neither do the stars ahead. I think of how perhaps the best way to fly would be with hands full of earth, so you always remember where you came from, how hard walking could sometimes be. And I look at my hands, too, which move in the shape of my own inventions, my own words, 
It is hard to do, and I am not good at it yet. I write them in the soil where I plant and then step on them, dig holes in them, drop seeds in them to see if they will grow. I steal a piece of black burned wood from one of the crop fires and write on a napkin. Later, at another crop fire, my hand brushes over the flames with the napkin, and the words die. Ash and nothing. My words never last long. I have to destroy them before anyone sees them. But I remember them all. For some reason, the act of writing them down makes me remember. Each word I write brings me closer to finding the right ones. And when I see Kai again, which I know will happen, I will whisper the words I have written in his ear, against his lips, and they will change from ash and nothing into flesh and blood. This has been a reading of Matched, written by Ali Condi. I hope you've enjoyed it. This book was selected as May's Book of the Month by my Facebook book club. If you'd like to join the group, there is a link in the description of this video. Next, I'll be reading Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I know y'all have been asking for it, so I'm really excited to get started. The first chapter should be premiering on YouTube on May 17th at 8 p.m. Central. But if you don't want to wait that long, or just want to listen to it without ads, I hope you'll consider becoming a Patreon. Thank you all so much for being a part of this channel. I really appreciate each and every view and comment I receive from you. As always, happy listening.